Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for coming to the A to Z podcast. Zach Jackson, Andre Knott, at Akron Jackson, at Dre Knott on most of your favorite social media platforms. Facebook.com slash A to Z podcast. Shouts to Blue Wire. Shouts to American Fireworks, our longtime sponsors and friends there in Hudson. Uh, they're always open at AmericanFireworks.com. An American Fireworks gift certificate makes a great gift, and the holiday season is here. Happy holidays to you, Andre. Happy holidays to you as well. Hold on one second. I was wondering what that was in the back. I'm playing my man Jack Harlow. Come on, Alice. Victory Monday. Play a little Jack Harlow. Let's go. You better cut it short of 15 I am, seconds. I am. I am. I won't get us in trouble. Sorry, Blue Wire. I got I to gotta go back to being me. All right. How you doing today? Happy uh, Victory Monday. You didn't cheer loud enough at the game in your media seat, and I'm going to have to dock you points for that, Zachary. Um, this is a bizarre 24 hours, even by Brown standards. Um, perhaps you have another podcast that goes over how, how low those standards are and how they've been set. Um, you know, I, I just – I can't believe that – even though this is exactly who he is, I can't believe that Baker Mayfield would choose to address these things in this manner. Zach, but, if you're a winning quarterback and if you've won, I just, I'm going to say this. I don't care how people react. I'm past all that. I'm too damn old. I got kids to feed. I got a family to feed and everything else. The realness is the realness. There are certain times when we do the A to Z podcast where you bring it and I'm half awake. I'm half asleep. I mispronounce names. I, I, I screw up. And if 15 people tweet us or come up to us and say, hey, that was a great podcast, I appreciate my teammate carrying me. And I'm a dick. And, a, and an asshole, if I don't at that same time say, you know what, Zach really cared at me this, this week. I owe him. He's a great teammate. I don't know how anyone can't look at the reactions and the actions that have happened over the last 24 hours and not open their eyes to see that when you have someone that's me oriented, that's all this comes off as. I have never in my lifetime seen a winning quarterback not do his obligation. It's an obligation, whether you like it or not. And I hate right. being the media guy and how it works and how it doesn't work. We didn't make the rules. I didn't make the rules. Zach didn't make the rules. And for all the commercial, and, and, and I don't hate, and I'm sorry, oh, you hate, you. I, no. I don't have enough time in my, in my period of life to hate some guy that I barely know. I'm just telling you guys facts. And the fact is, in this situation, like, you don't, and, and I used to hate when people said this, but it's true. And what he did to Tom Withers today was fucking immature, childish. Not not a leader, not being a grown-up. Like, Tom was giving him room, and then I don't owe you shit. Okay, you don't owe us shit. Then don't do the commercials because you don't become Baker Mayfield, Heisman Award winner, and all these other things without dealing with the media. I hate to, Blake, break that to you. I get it. You're frustrated. I get it. You're hurt. I get it. There's so many things going on in your life that you can't control them. Welcome to adulthood. That's what a lot of us are going through. And a lot of those people that may have been booing or may have been cheering for Nick Chubb or whatever the hell, who knows what people are doing. We all know they've been drinking since six o'clock in the morning. You can't expect these people to do the right thing at the right time. Imagine what their lives are like, Baker, and what they give up throughout their week so they can have that four hours of of agony that was yesterday's game. Uh, Watching him is agony. Um, (laughs) Listening to him today was agony. That was bullshit. It was. It was but, flat. I was flat out. You can't. That's not. That's not how you do it. Um, to me, Dre, this goes on Kevin Stefanski. You yeah. know why? Because Baker shouldn't be playing. He's hurt. He's missing guys with his eyes and with his arm. His mm-hmm. mechanics are off because he's hurt. He's playing in pain. He's limping between plays. He's limping off to. He's showing you he's hurt. He's on the injury report with three different injuries: one to his left ankle or foot or heel, and one to his right knee. 
Well, let's touch on that because you said Kevin Stefanski, and to a certain extent, I agree with you. But I will say this, um, and now and this conversation needs to be had, and, and I'm blown away, but I shouldn't be by this point. I'm blown away by how many people know how things work and how they don't know how things work, right? And that, and that's no problem. And if you don't, that's okay. But don't be a smart ass and act like you do know. I mean, there are a lot of things I don't know. But decision making on who plays and who does not play leading up to a game is not solely upon the head coach. There are multiple layers you have to go through for whether it be the team doctors, whether it be the general manager, whether it be the head coach, whether it be the position coach, whether it be the owner, um, that, that leading up to one o'clock, there are a lot of layers as to if you can or cannot play. Correct. Once the game starts as you're headed to that decision basically goes to the head coach or the offensive coordinator. I guess what I would say to you is, okay, I don't, I'm not thrilled with what Stefanski's doing from one to four when in this situation, but we don't know what the, the cadence is Monday through Saturday either. Is that fair? You know what I'm, you know what I'm yes, getting Yes, but yes, yes. And remember, this but is Drake, a team none of these injuries owner, are new. Right and, and, right, and let's remember, this is a team that at one time was willing to text message and tell a head coach what he should do <laughs> with the quarterback. Yeah, so none of these injuries are new the right knee contusion would be from the previous week, right? But he'd been playing with the foot slash heel injury in the shoulder for almost the entire season. Right. Right. And like you said, it's on him. So the reason you never want to pull a quarterback, good, bad, or indifferent, is because quarterback is different than any other position, not just in football, but in pro sports, especially in the shape of today's game and business, Mm -hmm. right? And you don't want to have any signals that you don't trust that guy, that the offense shouldn't trust that guy, that the locker room's divided, that you don't believe strongly in what you did, like you said, from Monday through Saturday, which includes that guy, right? And last year, Baker played to the point where he earned the right to be that quarterback and and have a bigger voice and and be in the team's thinking and be all those things that come with doing this, right? But he is so clearly hurt and so bad. I mean, Drew, we've always said we got concerns about his play. Yeah. And his maturity and all this. And there was some gray area. Watch him going back five games now and tell me what gray area is there, guys. And then watch his tantrum today, yesterday yeah. and today, and tell me what gray area there is. There's yeah. not. There's he does not. not belong out there. It's not safe for him to no. be out there. And he is – I mean, Jarvis Landry is open by eight yards. Most NFL guys are open by eight inches. He throws it five <laughs> yards over his head. In the fourth quarter, he throws it right to two Lions could have picked it off. The second yeah. one did. The defense bails him out or they lose to the Detroit Lions. To be completely honest, he's handicapping the offense. He right is now. totally handicapping the offense. The numbers are awful. The demeanor and presentation were awful, even before the embarrassing Monday Zoom call. And to me, this falls on the head coach because you don't want to do it, and I get all that. But the injury is you're out. He can't do it. You pay Case Keenum all this money. Case Keenum has done it. Case Keenum will operate it exactly how it's supposed to look. And you keep going back to Baker, and he says, I'm fine. And you say, he's toughing it out. Well, no shit, he's toughing it out. He's awful in toughing it out. He's killing the team. He is. And here's the other thing, and I, and, 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 and I get it. The 10% of people that will love him and say, oh, I can't wait till you run him out of town. Shut up. You run him out of town, and we're going to have to watch Charlie Fry again. See, that's a negative. Like to me, that is a loser's attitude. You didn't get here just because of one draft pick. Like, like, did he? Was he a great part of the success over the last year and a half, two years? Sure, but it doesn't work without the rest of these guys. And I've said this, and I'm on record of saying this, and I will continue to say this. I have more trust and belief in Andrew Barry, Paul DePodesta, and his staff, and and the coach. I'll go that far too than I do on one player. And at one some point in time. As fans, you got to get that. Like, this is bigger 
than just number six because it's bigger than that. I'm going to stop there because I don't want to continue. But you can win without Baker Mayfield. Trust me. There are teams all across America that are winning every year without a childish little guy yelling and screaming at us and being mad because people were cheering for another player or because he got booed. I mean, how do you how are you going to win in Baltimore if that's the case? How are you going to win in Kansas City in the playoffs if that's the case? Like that, and, and, and you don't help your teammates, and you're not being up only about your teammates when you're making them constantly ask questions about you. That's not how you help build camaraderie. And we haven't even got to what his wife does. And it's a joke. Like, yeah. this is that's not big league stuff, guys. You are so right, Jerry. And you, you said it from the start this is your A game, and you're so right. And we could keep beating it into the ground. It's exhausting. I mean, I, like I say, it was so insulting for me to sit there and watch that today. It, it just was. I don't have any other way to say it. And that's not making it about me at all. It's just, no. It just was, right? Um, you cover 162 games a year. Oh, right. Well, more like 462 this yeah, year. Yeah, because I right? do Yeah, you're and, right. And some days and some places, depending on the COVID restrictions and whether the Indians are home and who it is, you've got access to people before anybody else ever sees them. Anybody else, their position coach, their teammate, their manager, their general manager, whoever, right? Yeah. Can you think of a hundred fucking examples where a guy is mad, pissed, hurt, upset, feels stabbed in the back, feels like he let his teammates down, all of those things off the top of your head? Yes, you could think of 200. Every day. Right. Every day. Professional response to that. Take a deep breath. Yep. Have some water. Walk it off. And give Go short answers. I've had to give pep talks to these guys. Yes. I've done it with Trevor Bauer. Right. Trevor Bauer would be pissed off after wins. Same way. Go. And I would say Trevor. Also a petulant child, Trevor yes. Bauer. Yes. yes, he is. But I'll give him this. He would stand up to it. All I would simply say is, hey, man, answer the three questions. You yes. can answer them however you want. However, you, But however it comes off, that's on you, not on me. That is a, that is a conversation I've had with Trevor that's, Bauer after it, where he was just pissed off. This. That's why and I wanted I, to say this. Yes. The answer is not to wait until the next day and no. say, I don't owe you anything. Right. And, sorry. That's as bad as your throws. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to that. Let, let me, let's get back to the on-field play because I continue to hear, uh, you know, people blame the offensive struggles on Kevin Stefanski. I hear fans say that. I hear some media members say that. And I scoff at that. And I don't think Kevin Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski is without – ill he's made some bad decisions we all make bad decisions none of us are perfect let's all say that right but the browns have the nfl single lowest catchable pass rate on targets to wide receivers deemed open or wide open that's not <laughs> you pf pff guys that's not the head coach's fault and i keep hearing well oh, those defenses holding him back in the offense why the f- why the f- why why would a coach do that? Right, right. Why and, would he cut off his nose right there and say this? I the thought, next person that says that, ask yourself that. Why would the coach sh- slow down the offense? I thought yesterday there was an extra emphasis on the receiving game being sharp. I thought it was the in terms of guys being open. I thought it was the best game they played in a month. Yeah. Oh, can, we really get a def- can we get a defensive credit too? Yeah. Now, some of that was the Lions are just god awful. God awful, right? But I mean these these plays are being missed. It, it is. It should have been twenty one nothing. It shouldn't have been close, right? And, and you know, I re- I rewatched the game this morning. Ugh, I'm sorry, driving, you go back. did you go to sleep? I would they, put me right back to sleep. They convert third and ten midfield, the third quarter, and it comes back because Teller holds. Yeah, 
if he doesn't there, they go twenty to nothing. It's over. You're handing. You don't have any of these tantrums. Anything. True. True. But true. I just, I just question of all the things you can question, and that, and the fact that you can question a hundred things is one of them, right? But like, instead of throwing that tantrum, why not take five minutes, walk it off? I mean, he's a smart guy and a media savvy guy. He is right, right. Right. And his authenticity is part of the whole deal, and and whatever. It's it's not for everybody. Um, we can appreciate that. Right. But you can come in and you can say, Hey, I'm hurting. I didn't play well. I'm proud of my teammates for grinding out this win. I'm going to go back and immediately get treatment. And in the morning, yeah. I'm immediately going to be on the film and treatment again, because I'm going to be better. And we're right. still in this thing. And, and, and you get it. out on that and you get out on that. It's it just really so simple. simple, but you think you're such hot shit that you can't do the simple thing. You're so worried about Colin Cowherd. You 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 see the reason to make some fans cheering about yourself because they're not chanting your name. And you're falling right into the trap. You just said it. That's why for someone as, as intelligent and as smart and as far as he's gotten along, he's not. Because and I didn't watch Kyle Heard today because I was I've been working. I'm, I, I got too many jobs. I got too many jobs. But regardless, you're playing right into the hand of the people that you think you're 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 better than or you're big and bigger than. You can you can block bull you can block zach jackson you can block lima whoever you block or whoever emily blocks when she's doing your 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 social media however you do that god God bless you that's on you but your play already has some talking and i'm talking nationally like the browns are a national like and that's the one thing i'll say this year that i like and not for better or worse i've watched all those shows every monday morning or they watch me as i take a nap after the kids go to school whether the browns win or lose because of the commercials, because of the success last year, because of just who you are and what you are, you've made your team, as you said, you changed the culture. You have played into this, man. And when you do things like this, it doesn't take the people you've blocked on Twitter to ruin you or to ruin your day. You're playing into the, false, the, the falsehoods that you claim aren't true. Be a bit like... Uh, I, <laughs> To name me one adult that you know in your life, and we we know adults of all ranges, from athletic directors to trash guys that pick up to dudes that just take bets in terrible little bars that we should never go into again, but we will. We all go through tough days, man, and it's not about the tough day. It's how you handle them is how you get judged. That defense, now see, this is where, where, and I love this. I'll say this, and I'll have 15 a-holes at 145 or at 945, this Sunday, text or tweeting me. You wouldn't be in the situation you're in without this defense. And you can tell me, yeah, they did it to Chicago. Chicago sucks. Okay, but you you needed that win. You you have scored seven points in like in the fourth quarter since the Chargers game. That still stands. They didn't score in the second half yesterday. I'm not the saying the defense. I'm not saying Joe Woods is the next next whomever you want next. Uh, who do I want to say? Uh, for Buddy Ryan. He's not the next Buddy Ryan, obviously. He'd need about 300 more pounds to be there if he wanted to be one of his sons. But the defense and 40 – and here's the guy I want to talk about. The guy with three names, the same name three times. The, he has been awful. Yeah. He has been awful, 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 awful. I mean, he's still looking for Swift's draws at, at the 45-yard line. But overall, the and I don't want to do this, but overall the defense – has saved Baker's ass. Do you know how great it would have been for him to walk in there yesterday and say, guys, I don't have a lot of time. 
I feel like crap. I'm playing like crap right now, but I got to shout out the defense for keeping us and holding us in games right now. And thank you to the offensive line and for Nick Chubb because they've carried my ass and I'm going to do all I can to pay them back the best way I can by getting myself healthy and trying to get as healthy as I can for the stretch run. And then the Baker boys could go nuts and say, that's my quarterback. There I are. can ride with that guy. I can't yes. ride with an asshole like this. And the way he tried to manipulate it today and spit it out and make sure he 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 said what he planned in his which was to right. say I'm the first one to admit that I played like shit and I don't know you guys anything. You just gather yourself for a few minutes and you come in and you say, "Guys, I am not at my best and I am not using that as an excuse. I am thankful for my teammates. I am thankful for the chance to come home and play in front of this crowd and win this game. And it wasn't pretty and I wasn't my best, but guess what it did? It earned us the chance to go play one next week. And we're going to get healthy and I'm going to be better and I believe in these guys. That's all you have to say. Like it's not That's anywhere it. close to rocket science. No. It's being an adult. Do you want to be the leader of the franchise or not? All right, without with cuz I John Dorsey, you drafted a 6-foot ticking time bomb. Imagine, imagine what he, imagine what John Dorsey. And number one overall. I mean, I know. Well, well imagine we know what how John bad Dorsey Sam Arnold was, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's a whole other thing. Um, imagine what John Dorsey was thinking during the game yesterday. And and, we, and I only got like fifteen more minutes, so we can talk about other stuff. But there was one other thing I wanted to throw at you as we go throughout this. You have worked for a team. You've worked for that team, and the PR staffs have changed. The the thought process and how they do things have changed. But I thought of you. As all this has gone on, and I laugh at the people on Twitter that think they're slam dunking on you and they just look like dumbasses because they have no idea what the process is. But, and this is total our opinions and our guesswork. But after working for that organization for as long as you have, and I've worked around PR staff basically for the last 15 years as well, what do you think the PR staff is going through right now in this situation over in Berea? They got to feel like Baker threw them under the bus. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And those people would as jobs they work like three hundred fifty days a year. Yeah, yeah. To put barely get any respect light. for barely get any. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, you're, no, you're I mean, right. it's just facts. Like right. it just is. They bend over backwards to make him look good and do everything in in any situation to make him look as good as possible. And is that what he's giving back to them right now? Because they're the ones that have to put out the fires. They're the ones that have to explain to everybody what's going on or not going on. They're the ones that have to go to the – because all right, and, and I still want to go back to this. Who is pushing for him to play so bad right now? Because I had a coach in the league text me last night and say, are they trying to prove something by continuing to put him out there? And I go, I don't know. They're like, but it, and, and the person that said this to me was like, it just doesn't make sense to keep running him out there unless there's other things that we don't understand that they're trying to tell everybody. That's right. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's baffling as hell. It is, and like I said, I know the importance of the quarterback position, and I know everybody wanted to wanted this to work eleven months ago, eleven weeks ago, eleven days ago, right? But when it's obvious that he is laboring and he is limiting you so badly, like this is this is what divides an organization. First of all, you're right. You're right. right. And second, like I mean, we think Kevin Stefanski is smart. We know he is. We know he but, knows how to run the team. But he's never been through this. Right. So so that <laughs> goes back to, well, of all the things Phil Savage was wrong on, was he wrong that the organization's cursed? Or you know, <laughs> does everybody just lose their mind as soon as they spend X amount of days in this building? He said both. Like, what is going on? I don't know. Because, and, you know and it goes back to, and it's funny you bring up Phil Savage, 
because Phil did always say that. He always said, you know, you want to build the perfect cockpit for a quarterback. You want to give the quarterback every chance you can to be successful. You don't want to put him in such situations that he can't be successful in. Going off of all those things we learned from Phil Savage, that doesn't seem from afar what they're doing right now. No. There, there was just an article last week, I think, about how, you know, the young quarterbacks who are thriving and the, the teams that have done so well and putting the right and, – and I didn't get to read it just because it's been madness really going back four weeks now to the Odell thing. But I remember right. thinking, who's done more than the Browns? I mean, they had they, no this group took over with sixty million in cap room. They needed two tackles. They got two tackles, right? right? right. For a running team that had thirty-one million dollars in receivers, <laughs> like right. In <laughs> a lot of what's gone wrong in this season is they haven't had Chubb and Hunt together who drive everything. I get no it. doubt, no but doubt. the guy's not making simple plays, and then he's acting like a four-year-old. Yeah, this is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I think you did pretty decent on your picks this week. I did not. It was the worst week I've had this season. Therefore, I will not be doing a press conference. You guys can read my notes next week. Screw you. Go go follow Honkora. Uh, I only you won one game. distractions, among other things. Yeah, so. but you did draft Jonathan Taylor on our fantasy team. And God dang it. We're going to win some money because of what he did yesterday. Good Lord. And, and, and then talk about the NFL as a whole. Buffalo looked terrible at home against Indianapolis yesterday. That is the frustrating thing with all of this. We should be talking about a wide open AFC and truly the Browns for as shitty as they have played. And for as much as they've hit, just messed up everything. The opportunity in the AFC is still wide freaking open. As a matter of fact, forget saying the AFC. I think overall, when I watch every Sunday and, and Zach, I got to tell you, there isn't a perfect, obviously this, but there's no team that scares you. Any know, team can beat any team this year. I know exactly what you're saying, and you're 70% right. But when you can't complete a fucking pass, you can't win in the Pac-7. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my the, – the point is big. Yes. Yes. What you're, what you're saying is correct. But the thing I go back to is, damn, man, it ain't that hard. Like, like figure this out, man. Get yourself healthy. Stop worrying. Stop being a child. You still have an opportunity to shut everybody up. By simply playing, stop. Your words aren't going to do it. You're, you're you're running off the field like a child's not going to do it. Not talking to certain people. Just right. get healthy and play. All right, let, let's get out of here on this note. Um, I want to say this: the fact that we have the and you did this very well. Obligation, right, right off the top. The fact that we have to explain it to anyone. And I know that a lot of you listening, we don't have to explain that to. But the fact that we would have to explain that says a lot about how dumb our world is. And we don't want to like quit. If, if you're in that group, don't ever tweet me. Don't ever read anything. Don't ever listen because you're just too dumb to start with. Right? You, you just are. But even beyond the media, this has nothing to do with me, with Scott Petrak, with Tony Grossi, with anyone. Right? When you're a quarterback of an NFL team, Jerry, what do you do when the game is over? You run over and shake the hand of the other yep. quarterback. Yep. Whether it's Tim fucking Boyle or Aaron fucking Rodgers. You do not pout like that. You fulfill your obligations and your professionalism. Then you go and you cool off and you go talk to the media for five minutes because that's your obligation. That's what a professional does. That's part of the organization that pays you millions of dollars to do in the league that, that it facilitates all this, all your fame and all of everything else. You don't go whine like a child. Flat out embarrassing from the Browns and from Baker. 
Hey, our favorite week of the year, everything Zach Jackson said dead on. Our favorite week of the year is here. It's Thanksgiving week. I know he told you about our great fireworks company, American Fireworks, the best. I don't celebrate with fireworks, but I might this week just to get things going. Make sure you check them out. We will hopefully be back sometime this week, I'm sure. I don't know how, maybe Friday because I'm off. Cavaliers are back home. I got to give some Cavs loves in here because I was at practice today, and if I'm going to work, I'm going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> two of the big guys are back tonight. Jared Allen's back. Lauren back. Uh, Lori, I can't <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face <laughs> trying to talk about somebody else. Oh, my gosh. Um, they're, they're at home this week. They got two hard games. Lori Mac- Mac- Markinen is back in the lineup tonight. I like the guy. Let's see where this goes with them. Uh, the Nets are here and Kevin Durant are here. And it's funny, Brian Windhorst is here as well because ESPN needed somebody to be here just in case uh, Durant goes for 50. Uh, you know, it's amazing. And this goes back to conversations on how players react to things and, and things of that nature. Um, I was in Brooklyn last week with the Cavs for the Cavs and, and the Nets. And, Zach, it was so odd to me that for as much as the Kyrie story is a Kyrie story like here and on ESPN and, and throughout the country, it's almost like the Brooklyn organization has just moved on. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're around Brooklyn people and people that are actually with the organization – it's it's not even a storyline to them. And I appreciate how they go about handling it. It's like, hey, he's not here. He's chosen what he's chosen. We move forward. I think that's a big story in how the NBA works and why it works the way it works. And you may start seeing more organizations and franchises take that tack with certain things because this should be a big night. Kyrie should be coming back here. But obviously he has so many issues within life um, that we don't even talk about the basketball player that he is and could be and has been. He's a special case. There's a lot of special cases out there, man. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got one more thing I got to say quickly before I get out of here. I appreciate all of y'all. And if those that don't appreciate us, that's okay. (laughs) Konnichiwa, Monday. (laughs) 